Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's up, everybody? This is Baka Bites. I'm Frank Furter. That is Magically Average. And today we are going to be talking some bold predictions for 2024. But before we get into it, we do want to say our condolences with everybody affected by the atrocities going on in Japan right now. Uh, it's just if you haven't heard of anything, uh, they had a very major earthquake on New Year's Day and then they had a plane crash on a runway of, like that evening. So. Not great stuff ha- happening, and we, we do hope everybody well wishes and uh, safety in Japan. But, um, yeah, we're going to move on from that, you know, kind of sorrow, little sad note. But They just want to give know, our thoughts, needs, at least. You needs, know, it's, 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 needs to be said. It's, it's, cur- said. it's current events, and we we have a podcast that's based around properties that come out of Japan. So it's, it's only fitting that we at least provide our sympathies and thoughts to those affected by the earthquake and the aftermath of it all as well so yeah yep. it's apologies for the bit of a somber start to the episode but it is 2024 we're looking forward to the future and with that many a bold predictions yes we each have three bold predictions i am gonna start and we're gonna go zipper order or snake order we're just gonna go back and forth yeah my first prediction and i think that i'm like 80% confident in this one, if not 75% confident in this one. Oh. The best show of the year this year is going to be Don to Don. Okay. I think I as much as I want it to be Delicious in Dungeon, which comes out this week, right, on Netflix. Right. I think Don to Don or Dan to Dan, whichever way you want to pronounce it. I it, which it comes dun, out dun, in fall. Dun. As as of right now, it's it's coming out in fall. It's done by Science Seru. I think that this is going to be the show of the year. I think this is the show that takes off this year. I know that's really kind of like I say seventy five, eighty percent lock because I've read a good bit of it. 
Yeah. I haven't I'm not current or anything, but I've read like the first solid like six or so cha- like volumes, not chapters, volumes. And it's it's fucking amazing. It's it's a great series. I know that this is a bit bold because of everything coming out in spring, which if you don't know, there are like seven there's seven major shows. Yeah. Major, not like minor, major shows coming out in spring and then you have like all the like deep cut like smaller shows that you may not have heard of well all your new so, your new anime like new right. series right yeah like you have a bunch of returning shows coming out in spring and then like your new series yeah but um just to kind of go over that list reincarnated as a slime season three mishoku tensei or yeah mishoku tensei jobless reincarnation season two part two Demon Slayer's next arc, uh, Konosuba Season 3, My Hero Academia Season 7, New Show Alert, Kaiju Number 8, and then you also have Spice and Wolf. Oh, sorry, it's 8 because you also have Black Butler. Yeah. Like, you have 8 major shows coming out in spring. Like, as as much as, as stacked as winter is going to be and as fun as winter is going to be, spring is just like overloaded like if you have not announced your show for spring just hold it to summer just hold it to summer because we're we're gonna be feasting in spring but that's still not gonna overcome the trials and tribulations that is the show dawn to dawn or dan to dan which comes out in fall i'm thrilled that it's coming out i'm excited that it's coming out i think that it's going to be the best show this year as much as again i am very excited for delicious delicious and dungeon that's like my show of the that i'm most looking forward to Mm -hmm. but i do think that this will be the better show i think this will be the more popular show so that is my first uh prediction i don't know how you feel about that one i i'll just follow it up with my own if you want because that'll probably give you an answer um, okay. My bold prediction is that the anime of the year for 2024 will be a slice of life. And I say this because of what we've seen in 2023. So we had in 2023, and, and you can categorize it in many different ways, but I feel like most people, if I had to take a poll, would, would associate it with being a pseudo slice of life anime but you had freerin take everyone and completely off guard i think for for people that didn't know the series at least coming out everyone's yeah. been floored by it i think it's currently sitting as the highest rated anime on mall right now and it might even be one of the highest rated on live chart as well it's got like a 9.13 or something crazy like it's it's breaking so a lot now, of the charts. Nine point one four, and it is ranked number one still. Yeah. Um. I will check live chart. Well. Yeah. Here. But with Freerin, and again, it it you can categorize it as many different things. It's it's fantasy. It is adventure. It's it's not ex- like exactly action, but there is action in it, I guess. But when you kind of dive into the like, what makes it a great anime? And, and kind of pick apart all of its different pieces. At its core, it is com- almost kind of like a slice of life. A lot of it is just them traveling together and going through different towns, different cities, reminiscing, uh, freer and reminiscing about her older party, right? Like going back through her lifetime. There's not a lot of like your 
storybook style adventure exploration ish. Again, I I attributed this and I talked about it before. Uh, Freerin is very much akin to the Hobbit book in that it is it is heavy on the exploration and just adventure and not so much the battle action piece that is that, that it also entails. Right. And so I think with that it's obvious huge stardom given the positive feedback from the anime community and what we we saw previously too with series like Bochi the Rock, I think Komi Can't Communicate had a big spike too with people, you know, finally finding maybe a slice of life that spoke to them or at least was entertaining to them. You had all of your other ones leading up to it too, but I don't think they were like Uzaki-chan was obviously like very much a hit or miss thing. Yeah. You had other ones like Teasing Master Takaki-san. Like again, those are very like specific and people always found them kind of like gross slice of life because it's like it was yeah. just boy and girl and it's just weird yeah. sexual innuendos and gross stuff. Good but like you f- yeah. But you have you finally have like a a, a slice of life ish anime that transcended a lot of people like what people thought of a slice of life being because again i i think if you look on live chart it is categorized as a slice of life and i think and i would you know it is ranked 21 by the way on slice of life or sorry uh, 21 on live live chart. chart Okay. Um, but the tags for it are adventure, drama, fantasy, magic, and shonen. Yeah, I I would still say slice of life. I I just I think people get this false opinion of what a slice of life is, and, and that it has to literally just be like everyday life of a boy or girl going to school and doing school girl or school boy things, and then friendships happen, and yay happiness but at its like the true definition of a slice of life is just an anime that follows along someone's lifetime and it's your basic like the everyday adventures or everyday living of just someone going through life it doesn't have to be like a casual or a standard it can be more fantasy related but i would agree but for this one, you kind of shot yourself in the foot in saying that it is akin to like the Hobbit, in which it is like an adventure. It is about the journey, and that yeah. is the, that, like the Hobbit is very much an adventure like story, and that's what Freerun is. But like, I wouldn't necessarily like. I understand what you're saying about like, oh, it follows the person's life, and it's a slice of life. Like, it's a slice of their life. Yeah, I don't think it's traditional traditionally tagged like that no. i can see your argument for it i just personally would categorize it under the adventure one in the broadest sense of they are going on an adventure right yeah and again i i don't think i'm not going to stand on this hill and, and die saying that fear is a slice of life but what i'm getting at with it is that i think a lot of people watch fear were surprised at how good it was with just how little like action there was in that, you know, again, it was just the story of an elf who ventured with the hero's party to defeat the demon King. But now you're getting the aftermath of that, where it's just her creating a new party to go and do more exploration. I don't want to get into like the actual That's fine. Um, plot of it, but I think I that that is sort of a catalyst, I think for 2024 in that I feel like a lot of people are going to find new series 
in this vein. Maybe they're not explicitly slice of life. Again, this is why it's a bold prediction, but I, I do feel like a slice of life could potentially take the reins. My, my two questions for you. One, yes. you say anime of the year. Are you talking our anime of the year where it is, we are categorizing it as 2024 or are you doing Crunchyroll's bullshit where it well, is fall if it's 2023 to <laughs> summer 2020? Yeah, if it's Crunchyroll's, I mean, it's going to be freer in, I feel like, unless people okay, forget that, about it entirely. Was, and that was going to be my follow-up is what show would you boldly predict would win this? I, it, I don't see how it couldn't be freer in. I think given the, given the accolades, assuming that, because we're in the second part of it right now, because I think yeah, it's 24 it episodes. Yeah. yeah, it starts this Friday. Um assuming that it continues on the same path it's going i i don't see how it can't again if i'm looking at the crunchyroll awards and how they've gone in the past the sheer amount of positive feedback and and like hype that this show received like basically day one yeah was unlike many other series we saw with oshino ko i feel like unfortunately with oshino ko it kind of dipped after it freerun kind of hit a high and just kept climbing and climbing yeah i think the problem with oshino ko is that people were expecting this kind of murder mystery and really digging deep into the murder and you get more of a slice of life deep dive into the entertainment business and, and people did not really want that no offense it was also on high dive so that's also true also that too yeah um <clears throat> i think dan dan is a is a is a relatively good pick i just i am waiting to see the full list for 2024 i just yeah, have a i have, have a, a weird or fall i have a i have a weird feeling in me that a slice of life could take the cake i mean we had the hope for bochi right we had the hope yeah. that bochi might I mean, we still have that hope for the Crunchyroll Awards, but it, that hope's yeah. going to be dashed. No, like, I mean, there's no way. Think, it'll be I nominated. It nominated. I hope. Yeah. It did come out in winter 2022, so, like, people could have forgotten about it. Yeah. I just, but, I don't know. I don't I don't see how Chainsaw Man doesn't, but, yeah, that's my, that's my prediction. Fair enough. My second prediction uh, for 2024 is the boldest one that I have. I don't... Okay, anyway, I, oh. I want to preface this that I hope it doesn't happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not I a drum roll. I hope it doesn't happen, <laughs> but I feel like we are heading in that direction. Oh, and no. that is, the One Piece manga will go on hiatus for a month, and the ending will be pushed back to 2026. So, Oh, my uh, gosh. 2026? Oda, Oda has gone on record multiple times in the past, like, five-plus years and said this has had X amount of time left. And every time he said it, it is 2025. The past, I will say, like, I, since July, he had eye surgery over the summer. He took a month off for recovery. Great. Since then, chapters have kind of been coming out almost every other week. Sometimes you'll have, you know, back-to-back -back concurrent weeks. Mm -hmm. But it's mostly been every other week. And even one of those weeks. He was not finished with the panels. They were very, very rough. They were just unfinished cuts. Which, to be fair, they still looked great. For the, the subject matter that was being depicted, it was a great chapter, but it wasn't finished. And he knew that, and he put a note in the chapter saying, this is not done. Mm. I think that his 
due to the complications with his eye surgery, I don't think it's really healed properly. I think due to these delays that they're having in between chapters, you know, coming out every other week, I think he's going to ask for a month just to either A, rest for two weeks and then get ahead the next two weeks, or just fully rest and then just burst out, you know, with the chapters weekly. I don't think he fully, like, he needed more than a month and I don't think he got it. So I think that this does affect the series in the future in which we do get a hiatus of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I think that that pushes the timeline back of the ending to 2026. I I mean, you gave a lot of fairly decent, decent explanation and, yes, as to why like, I don't see how it's that bold <laughs> because it's, it's, it's one piece and it's shonen jump. And yeah. It's meet my demands or else. Yeah, but I mean, it I, I is feel Oda. like it is Oda. Though. Yeah, I was going to say one I, of those things that it's just like, I don't want this to happen, but I feel like it needs to happen. Yeah, he needs to just take a break, recover properly and then come back, you know, full force and finish the series. But don't you know, because Frank, One Piece fans are starving for more content. Jesus they Christ. just need yeah, their you're, content. You're, you have the anime, which comes out weekly. You have the manga, which is like biweekly at this point. And you had yeah. the live action, which is probably starting production later this year. And then you have the r- remake from Studio Wit. Which like, that's, that is interesting to me. And, and like they're feasting on content. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting to me too. I, I, cause I didn't put this in my, my bold predictions, but I'll, I'll ask it to you. Do you think that the One Piece remake could win some sort of Crunchyroll award? When it releases, I think yes. I don't think that we, I. I don't think we see it at all this year. No, 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 no. I. I it's, it's at all. No, it's my, a twenty twenty five. My concern with the remake, and I don't know if it's been confirmed because I haven't really done research on it. I don't know who they're gonna get for the voice cast. If they're just gonna plainly just reuse all the voice actors and actresses for it, I don't think you can. Or if they just because like. Some of those voice actors and actresses are kind of getting really old. Well, not the... not in the sense of like listening to them, but like physically, like age wise, they are getting old. <laughs> yeah, um, the voice so actor she... for for Luffy, the Japanese voice actor for Luffy, has said that she's she's retiring when the series is done. Like when when they're done producing yeah. episodes, she's retiring. Right. So, so that's, that's I, I doubt. Is, yeah, I doubt is, she's gonna sign on to be like, you want me to do what? You want me to re? <laughs> Revoice Luffy from the very beginning? Excuse me? Hell no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is an interest that's an interesting question though because yeah, I mean the the other thing too is it's presumably going to get an English dub and it's going to get other language get dub. Yeah, you you have to are you going to recast Do you get the live action cast for that English dub? I don't think so. I've heard some of the voices for the English live action, and I'm like, some are good, some are not. I'm like, they're they're good for the live action. I think yeah. translated to animation and and a dubbing over, probably not as strong. Um, there are many, and for people being like, oh, it's prejudiced or bigoted, or whatever. I I don't care. The a- actors. <laughs> 
ah, oh, whatever. You well, <laughs> I mean, some people, some people would make that argument, but there have been plenty of actors even that have come out to say that you know voice acting is an entirely different beast in that you know you're 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 having yeah. to do acting but through the lens of a character that's capable of doing things potentially that you are most humans are incapable of like you know also, more fantastical you things your, and it's harder right you don't get your cadence you don't get your timing you have right. to you're not what is on the screen yeah so a lot of that's another th- like attribute that you have to take into account for voice acting yeah. as well. A lot of actors are typecast because of their appearance or their personality or their even just their voice itself. But for voice acting, it's it's much more about the character that they're voicing rather than their voice. And so it's it's a combination of being able to act and being able to actually voice yeah. act as well. Like it's it's yeah. it's two different beasts, but. Um, but that is my yeah. second prediction is that I think that it goes on hiatus for at least another month um, as to when. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't want it to, but it, it really needs to happen. It really does. Yeah. 2026, though, is, I mean, we're two years away from that. 2024 just started. Oh, I know. But like where he's at right now. Yeah, in, no, I, under, yeah. Like in the arc, I'm just like, there's no way that you're going to finish this within well i guess since the season or you know you're just started if you do weekly which you minus let's say five holidays per year mm-hmm. you've got what's my math it's a hundred and it's 50 wait 52 we're not gonna do math right now so that's 94 chapters i don't know if you can wrap everything up in 94 chapters honestly yeah so that is my prediction for uh, my number two prediction, sir. What do you got? Um, I will. Oh, I'm I'm looking at my list and I'm in between two right now. Save the boldest for last. Uh, okay. okay. All right, fine. Um, I feel like the bolt. This is not as bold as my other one. Um, partially because we've already somewhat seen it, but I'm going to predict that. Shonen Jump will yet again be overthrown by a other series not produced by Shonen for manga. So like Kadansha or Seven Kodansha, Seas. Kadansha, Seven probably not Seven Seas if we're being honest, but uh, Kodansha, yeah. I mean, you could Dark Horse comics that do all of the Berserk. You know, you never know. Yep. Um, there's a lot of players out there. I We had a conversation about this before in that we, we it's hard to see the future for Shonen Jump right now because you're we're kind of getting the end of a lot of the series that have been the the staple of Shonen series like One Piece, you know, that is eventually going to end. We have My Hero that's ending. Um, Demon Slayer has already ended as, you know, the manga. It's been complete. It's just now the anime is going to be wrapping up relatively ish soon. Um, I think we only have two arcs, full arcs left, I think. I could be wrong. I think they're no, they're in the last arc, I believe. Until the I just don't know. No, they're in the last arc. I just don't no, know. Spring's how... not the last season. No, it's not. But like the manga they're... is ahead of where the anime is, obviously. Well the manga's but... done. The manga's been done. No. For my hero? No, 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 no. Demon Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, Demon Slayer is done. There's yeah, two yeah, arcs yeah. left. This yeah, two arcs left. That's yeah. 
Come on. Sorry, I thought oh. we were on My Hero. No, Sorry. we're not talking about My Hero. But My Hero is also wrapping up. We already said that. Um, yeah. Chainsaw Man wrapping up relatively soon-ish. We don't know, potentially. I mean, this I mean, arc is... Maybe for the next arc, and then I feel like you have one full season for the remainder of it. Uh, I could see two seasons. Maybe. Oh, no, no, no. One more season for what we have right... You know, the for first part one. For part, part, one. One. part one. I'm no, I'm talking not. explicitly manga, good sir. I need you to keep up with me, my, my buddy. I don't think Talking, part two is done. Mm, I, it's hard to see when it's going to get done. It's hard to see any direction. My point is, is that outside of Karagabuchi, which I think is the neck, like the newest big series that has gotten everyone's attention from Shonen Jump, we don't have a lot from them coming out currently that I can see carrying them in through and beyond 2024. Again, this is right now. This is bold predictions. We're talking bold predictions right now for 2024. Who knows what's being created in anywhere right now that is yet to be published by Shonen, okay? We don't know. There's there's still 362 days or however many days now since this recording is happening left in the year, okay? Plenty of time. That's why it's a bold prediction. But I I think with the recent upheaval of Shonen Jump by Kodansha, and the possibility of other publishers coming out with new series that could, again, take it by storm. I think 2024 is kind of a, a perfect year for that to happen. Okay. With with certain series ending, with certain series kind of hitting like a, we're past the, the initial hype phase or, or immediate like train, like everyone jump on the, sh- the Chainsaw Man train or the, the My Hero train, whatever, right? Right. Like we're kind of past those. Without anything in Shonen Jump's horizon, it's, again, a prime opportunity for another series or an existing one that's just kind of maybe starting, who knows, to take the reins and, and, and get the number one manga for 2024 and steal it away from Shonen Jump. I think, I think that's a, it's a strong possibility. Again, still bold given Shonen yeah. Jump's history and that they hadn't been beaten by any other... Uh, publisher for like twenty five years or something crazy, like yeah, they'd they'd held the title yeah. for for mo- best selling manga for like twenty four twenty five years straight until this last year with uh, I think Blue Lock won it for Kodansha. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, who but so that's what who knows? Will Kodansha keep it? Will Shonen Jump take it back? Will a new one come in? Who knows? I just I I don't think Shonen Jump will win again. I think it'll be someone else again. We'll go two years in a row without taking the top spot. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fair enough. My next and last prediction for the year is something that we've kind of talked about, kind of alluded to in other episodes, uh, probably four episodes past now. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think Disney slash Hulu will partner with High Dive in the remaining High Dive territories. Yeah. So, and if they uh. don't, and I have a, a sidebar, if they don't partner, <laughs> I think that Disney and Hulu will get four, or will get exclusive streaming rights to four shows this year, just like they did last year. Mm-hmm. The last year, winter was bleach. Spring... Actually, I don't know if they had anything in spring. Summer, they had Bleach again and um, Heavenly Delusion, which was amazing. Um, but also, Heavenly Delusion have... wasn't exclusive to them, I don't yes, think. Yes, I thought it was. it was on Crunchyroll as well. Nope. Otherwise, you probably would have watched it. I would have watched it. Sooner, I mean, I saw no. Heavenly Delusion on Crunchyroll. That's news to me, but no. Oh, you might I, be thinking could... of heaven's Lo- like heaven's lost property or something. No, like that. no, it's Tengaku, whatever the other, I can't remember the other word. But heaven, yeah. and then uh, undead unluck was their fourth one. Yeah, if we should, spe- we should any, specify then... too that those everything that we've named is on Hulu, at least yes. for North America, not Disney for North Plus, America. It's on Hulu. Um, but yeah, they've. I mean, if you want to go series technicalities, they had summertime rendering as well. But um, after that's it was a different story. After it was finally freed from its prison, where it was falsely yeah. accused of doing whatever, being an anime. Yep, something like that. I think yeah. I if if High Dive does not partner with Hulu, Hulu Disney get four shows this year again, or four series this year again. Mm-hmm. As to what they are, no fucking clue. But I could see them. As mentioned earlier in the show, um, the other uh, Shonen Jump property that's getting its start, the Yozakura mission, I could see Hulu taking on that one being like, oh, it's Shonen Jump. It's got to be gold. And then just fucking nobody watching it again, unfortunately. Yeah. Please watch Undead Unlock. It, it is a shame that a lot of the anime that comes out on Disney Plus Hulu um, again, we're speaking strictly for North America because it is different in, in yeah. most of the Asian countries. I think like Disney plus has a pretty large library um, yeah. at this point for North America. Not so much. Um, a lot of the new series are kind of going there and dying. But if you're a returning series looking at you, Bleach, uh, you still do really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the whole high dive partnership happens because we are seeing more and more shows that were exclusive to high dive coming over to Hulu case in point eminence and shadow at least season one so far. I don't know if they've added season two or not, but um, I could also see Oshinoko coming over later in the year. I can see um, dangers in my heart season one coming over later in the year. Mm -hmm. There's a few shows that they have that I feel like would be really well on Hulu, Disney, whatever. No. Um, so it's one I, of those things that I think it happens, but if it doesn't, that's what happens to Hulu. I think, and, and I'm, I'm very much against monopolizing the market. 
So yeah. don't take this the wrong way. Those watching, listening, and you as well, my good co-host. But I, I do feel like right now with the state of streaming services that there is a bucket of anime that goes to die when it leaves Crunchyroll, High Dive, Netflix, and kind of lands itself at Disney plus Hulu. So would I mind seeing it reduced to three with it being like, you know, Crunchyroll, the main one, Netflix, and then your combination Hulu, Disney, High Dive? No. I would even go so far as to say I wouldn't mind if we went back to, like, the two big ones. Because before, you watched most of your new anime on Crunchyroll. Excuse me. Crunchyroll and Funimation. That was where most of your new anime came out until Netflix decided, well, we'll get kind of get into the game. Picked up a series here or there, and now they're getting, like, a handful of series throughout the year. You know, maybe two each season-ish. Maybe a random throw-in like we had with Pluto, you know? God, um, that was such a nobody talked about blue-eyed it. samurai. Yeah, no, How I know. Let's talk about Pluto. We're gonna go past that, but um, I I I do feel like there there is an issue with the amount of streaming services where anime can go. I feel like if it's if it's focused or honed in on on three, again, preferably two. I don't see that being a bad thing. Um, right. at, at least for streaming services, because you want these anime to succeed. You want people to go and have a, like watch your anime, have access to it, and not have to spend twenty, thirty, forty dollars a month, however much, to just watch an anime that they like. Because, but it, because they're on four different streaming services, you're like, well, I guess I'll just splurge this month and then cancel. You know, once I'm done, or, and then you're like, oh, crap, another one just came out. I got to re-up my subscription. So, you know, I, it, I I feel like this is a type of, of scenario where less is better. Having less options for streaming services is probably better for anime in general. If you had two streaming services other than Crunchyroll, what would be your number two? Would it be High Dive or would it be Netflix? I mean, because it's... I have a spicy take on this one. I think it's Netflix. Yeah, me too. I, I think... well. I think it's Netflix for the the sole reason that Netflix has a broader audience, and I feel like a lot of people might just stumble on anime too. Where like, because High Dive is exclusively anime. High Dive is is you only get yeah. anime, right? Netflix is you get everything. You get movies. You get reality TV shows. You get you know all, all of your other productions, studio, random sitcom shows or whatever. Uh, you get your animated shows like it's it's the library of Netflix is diverse. And so yeah. you're you have you have a larger audience in which you could potentially tap into um, that have subscriptions. I'm sure the subscriptions between Netflix and High Dive is astronomically different. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> so you have that added benefit as well. Whereas, yes, you are losing your your targeted audience with with anime you have a greater potential to increase your audience almost passively just by having it on Netflix because someone could stumble on it. I'm sure a lot of people had that happen with Pluto and Blue-Eyed Samurai and Scott Pilgrim. And, like, you know, there's a whole slew of of anime that have come out that have been 
relatively ish advertised and i say that just by like having it be on like a title screen <laughs> when you open up page or something yeah um that many people might not have watched if not for it being on netflix so i i personally feel that it's crunchyroll it will always be the king unless something catastrophic happens i guess uh for sony just plunges into oblivion basically uh for streaming anime but i do strongly believe that netflix is the is the second again assuming that high dive because high dive has decreased its services in many other countries we've already we've talked about this right. before if you don't know look we'll it up that episode. uh yeah um but yeah, assuming that High Dive does a merger or assuming that High Dive transfers this library, I I do believe that Netflix will be the the second in that line of, yeah. of streaming services for anime. So for me, the one thing that I like about Netflix and the one thing that worries me about Netflix, um, the like is that as of the last year, I feel like they give they have the budget for these studios to say, hey, go make the project you want to make. Yeah. But also they give the past year at least they've given them the time they don't do weekly releases they did that with comey and we saw how bad the animation could really get with comey yeah it was real bad like it started great and then it just was a steady decline and then the very last episode was like hi my discord icon was the fish-eyed girl for for a long long time time. yeah um but like as of the past year I feel like they learned that, hey, weekly isn't really sustainable for anime. Let's give the, like, we'll give them the budget. We'll give them whatever time they need. And when it's done, we'll just say, or, you know, give them a season. And it's just out. Yeah. Anytime during that season, it's just all of it out, gone, done, bye. Yeah. I think that that is one of the positives for me in that instance, because A, we're getting all of the show all at once, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but also B, we don't have a MAPA situation that we know of where right. everybody's having a fucking mental breakdown. Yeah. yeah. I, to me, I feel like Netflix gives them the time and money to make the show that they want to make. So that's one of the things I like about Netflix. The thing I don't like about Netflix is how quickly or how fast that they are ready to pull the plug on a project. <sighs> it yeah. is it, it it could be a show that has done very well and then one season it's just like eh, and then it's just it's canned it's gone it's it's in the trash that is my one fear of anime on netflix a huge fear and a very valid fear mm-hmm. about anime on netflix is that if you do not have that viewership if you do not have glowing reviews it's gone well and we can talk about this for many hours um and we might even do that in the future episode who knows but I, the one thing i will say is it, it is th- what you've just talked about it is frustrating as a viewer because sometimes it is a blind side to you because you just don't know how many viewers it truly had or what the 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 feedback was by targeted audiences or critics or what have you and sometimes it gets pulled without your knowledge either um a series that it comes to mind for me, I, I believe it was canned after its second season, which was extremely frustrating, was um, Marco Polo. I mm. believe that's what it was called. It followed the story of Marco Polo during um, Kublai Khan in, in Mongolia. And it was 
absolutely fantastic. The actor who played Kublai Khan was also in, uh, he played one of the monks in the Avenger series with, with Doctor Who. No, not Doctor Who. What the hell am I saying? Doctor Strange. Excuse me. Getting all my different, uh, <laughs> different fan fans. Uh, Get it together. Yeah. Fan groups mixed up. Squeeze me. Um, like amazing actor. Like the crew was incredible. The or crew, the, the crew was incredible. The, the production was in, insane. Uh, the cast was astounding. Absolutely adored that show. And I think it just got canned after its second season. Yep. Two and that was seasons. It. it reviewed very well. It's got, they both seasons. And that's uh, what I mean. The show in general it, has an 8.0. And it, and it might've been that that was it. It didn't feel like it to me when I watched it. <laughs> like it, it felt like there should have been more, but it could have been it. Who knows? I, I do believe that it got canceled, though. And, yeah, I mean, that is a genuine fear because you could you could form a strong attachment to a, a new product from Netflix, like a new series. I'm, and I'm honestly scared that Comey did get cut. I'm, I'm really honestly well, scared that it, it got so the one, holes on it. The one thing I will say, at least for anime, is that at least yes yeah basically someone else will come in and pick it up i I don't i don't foresee a situation because at least for that it was comey was still being produced by olm i want to say it wasn't like a netflix studio so netflix can always just give the rights to another streaming service to stream like they could just sell them the rights well here's the thing i don't think they do that or the exclusivity or whatever well Right, but also for the fact that you have like teasing uh, Master Takagi-san or whatever the fuck the show is called. Yeah, there's three seasons of that show, and every single season is on a different platform. Right. Well, I mean that's different in the sense that it's it's probably again just could be studio related. Um, I don't know if it's the same studio that's produced it. It could be ownership of rights, like who actually owns the the license to that like there's a lot of factors that always go into we always get into this and we always are like trying to pretend like we know exactly everything but we don't we, we don't there, there there are a lot of factors that go into this um but I, I i will say the one bright side to netflix is that i do believe that if there ever is an anime that does get cut from netflix you'll crunchyroll will swoop in disney hulu will swoop Hopefully. in yeah someone will swoop in i don't think i don't think especially for a series like comey that has a massive fan following through its manga. Um, and also just a fuck ton of manga. Yeah, an actual truckload of manga that is out just right like now. 20, 27 in the U.S., I believe. States, and I think there's 30-something in... 31, I believe, right now in, in Japan. Um, and those are physical volumes. We're not including, like, the chapters that are just out digitally. You were right. It is 31. <laughs> yep. Haha. <laughs> I knew that from a recent Twitter post <laughs> where <laughs> I saw the, the cover of the 31st volume. And I was like, I assume oh, that's the most recent one. 32 comes out in January All right. or later this month. Okay. So I'm right. I'm right for now, but yes. yeah. But that yeah. is my last prediction. Good, sir. What is your last prediction? Mine's somewhat related because I'm it's, it's closely tied to Netflix. Um, this Ooh. is by far the boldest prediction I have. Um, I don't even fully believe it myself but I, I could say it. i could see it happening i could see it happening okay. for what we have on the horizon okay a live action anime will be in someone's top 10 top 10 meaning what top 10 for the for the year someone's one of us will have a live action in their top 10 for the year 
but that's not anime. It's not anime, and and you can argue it even more when I mention one in particular. But okay. I I feel with how how good the production is in Japan for live actions. At some point, it's going to translate over, and I feel like we're we're finally reaching it with One Piece, and everyone get your pitchforks and your torches ready with the Avatar: The Last Airbender live action yes it is not an anime i get it it is a western animated show i understand okay inspired by anime thank you i'm glad i didn't have to say it (laughs) i it i mean as a kid growing up watching it this was like the closest thing to anime that we had in like that was western produced right right it was either that or Shaolin Showdown or Jackie Chan Adventures. Or Jackie Chan Adventures. I thought you were going to say like Samurai Jack. <laughs> I forgot about that one, honestly. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a couple. but There's a, there's a few, but yeah, I, I, I agree that, that this is the closest thing to anime without being anime. Yes. The fact that it's getting a live action, we're getting a One Piece live action. I just saw on Anime News Network some more cast for the Golden Kamui live action, which mm-hmm. I... I Reading the the manga's newest series on ice hockey, I am starting to realize why Golden Kamui gets such good ratings because the humor is definitely there. Uh, and his the I shouldn't say his, excuse me, their style, art style, is uh, just funny in itself too. I will say, like there's it, it, you get a lot of laughs just by facial features and. Uh, lot of the just reactions from characters will say but um the the live action scene in japan has always been strong and it's always kind of confused us because we've we've always reacted like that's getting like and it's not sorry it's not even just like uh, what we've categorized to be live action like a retelling of you know a season or whatever from a show Mm -hmm. sometimes it's musicals like sometimes it's a play Sometimes it's adapted. It's adapted in different ways, but using real people to do so. And it that's always been sort of a foreign concept to Western viewers because what we've seen translated into a live action has been absolute garbage. Um, no offense to anyone who likes any of the Attack on Titans. You're just wrong. Uh, they're all I was, bad. I will say, I saw the first two movies in theaters, and God, they were awfully great. They're awful. Yeah, th- that's fine. They can be entertaining if you love eating the green crayon and chalk for dinner. Uh, but boy, they are, boy, do I. they are, they are undoubtedly terrible. Um, yes. And we we even haven't had like there's everyone's very divisive when it comes to the Cowboy Bebop live action too. I really enjoyed it. And, I mean, Death Note has been an awful one, too. I mean, we've gotten, like, 37 different Death Note live actions at this point. And also Full Metal Alchemist and And Full Metal Alchemist, And all those are really just awful. They're bad, 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 bad. I do see that live action anime or anime based... Golly. Live action shows based off of anime, they have been getting better. I actually have not watched the Yu Yu Hakusho one and I really haven't heard much about it. I feel like people are too scared to watch it or whatever, I, but yeah, probably. I just, I haven't watched it. I don't know anything about it. I do want to watch it. I will probably watch it sometime in the near future. Um, but they have been getting better. They haven't been getting worse. That's right. That's for sure. 
And that's I why... I just don't see it getting into one of our top tens. Maybe. That's the bold prediction, baby. That's why maybe, they're bold. I just don't know, but I know. I know. It's, again, right now, it's hard to visualize that because we don't have... We have, like, little tastes of what Avatar is going to look and feel like. We have little... We have our, our much more taste to the One Piece, at least, because we have a trailer, um, and we're getting a little bit more info on, like, the production, at least, of the One Piece live action. But still, yeah. you're not going to know until you finally watch it. I just, I, I feel like with the direction that live action is going and the fact that they're not giving up, right? You would have thought after Death they're Note failed. down. De after Death Note live action failed for the 122nd time of its being remade, that they would finally go, you know what? Maybe live action is just not going to cut it to the Western audiences. Maybe it's just Japan fandom that loves having their characters retold in a live action setting, whether it's on you know TV or in theater. Just it's not working here. Rather, they have said, you know what? We're just going to keep chipping away. We're going to keep chipping away, and finally we're going to strike gold, and I feel like we're approaching the gold mine. I think with Avatar, again, especially since there is a large fandom here in North America for Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, apologies if people kept thinking I was I meant Avatar The Blue People. If you did, I, you're in the wrong podcast that's a couple podcasts over mean, i think you mean avatar cowboys versus indians <laughs> or avatar dances with wolves Jeez. um <laughs> it's same shit I... different title yeah. uh yeah avatar last airbender and then one piece I, I i just i feel like they're close i think that and here's my bold prediction off of your bold prediction <gasps> if it is if it is still happening i do think that the Death Note live action by Ugh. the Duffer Brothers, I think that that will be fantastic. Fantastic? I think that that is the one that will nail, like, that is the head hitting, God, nail, head, nail, hitting, nail. Got the nail and the nail, nail. You got the nail, hit, head, nail. Yep. Nailed it. No, I think that that if they can that, if that is, is if that series is still going on if the Duf Duffer Brothers Duffer Brothers however Duffer, you pronounce it if they are still working on it after Stranger Things season four part two I think that that's the one that really just There's nails it. There's no way. There's no way. I think it does. I think it does. Now is it because, only because of the the producer yes, is it the directors? A hundred percent. Okay. Because I'm going because to give they, you. They love, like, I know that, you know, uh, Oda was working on One Piece. Well, the One Piece live action was fantastic. Generally speaking, all of these live action shows have some say or some direction from the creator of the original source material. Right. I think that the Duffer Brothers do bring in, you know, whoever wrote one uh, Death Note. I don't remember who. Um and I think that with their love of the series and the direction from the actual creator, I do think that they can make something very special. I don't think it'll be exactly a one-for-one, one, but I think it will be closer to a one-for-one one than anything that has been produced. I think that, I mean, people wanted a one-for-one for one, for one piece, but it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Um, and, and it worked out well. But I do think that with a 
a shorter series like Death Note and how you know tight those episodes are and the story structure, I think that you could get a one for one with that series. And yeah. I think with them behind the reins of producing it, with their love of that series, I they would not want to fuck it up. And I think that they would do a good job with it. I am not doubting their capability whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to draw a comparison just to play devil's advocate. Okay. Sure. Did you like the movie Knives Out? Yes. Did you like the movie Star Wars Episode Eight? That one was the second of the new ones, right? Correct. Uh, it's salt. Okay. Same director. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. I it's the say, same director. I, I, I know it's different. I know it's different. It's different properties. I know that there is a story in Star Wars. I understand that there is limited direction that the director could have taken. I yeah, get it. I think However, more writing than directing. Right. I know. Still, the directing has a good piece to it hence why james i think it was james cameron did the ninth one i want to say i can't remember uh the, the whole remember. those seven through nine i'm not a big fan of well, anyway the, nine one, the ninth one apparently is the worst and i didn't watch it so i believe eighth is the worst but that's just me um that's the the only comparison i wanted to bring up was that in that while i i do believe that the duffer brothers would have full capability full reins to take death note and do a fantastic one-to-one of the track record of the live action so far for death note leave little hope in that it will succeed i would argue that it leaves good hope because the bar is so fucking yes low. you could you could take that perspective and say that you can't get any worse question mark because yeah like, it is it is basically at the lowest possible point it's just yeah i it again it is hard for me to to visualize a live action of Death Note that, that is, is actually right, right. Yeah. It's I, I get it. That's all. Again, no discredit to the Duffer Brothers, no discredit to what, they, what they've done on Stranger Things and what they are do for what they're capable of doing for Death Note. Uh, assuming that they're still producing it, it has been what a year and a half, two years since we originally announced that they were doing it. I remember, yeah. I remember creating the thumbnail for that. I used the, the Grand Theft Auto. I think San Andreas. The ah oh, shit, oh, here we shit. go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I remember creating the thumbnail for our, for our previous episode on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I. I, I want to give the strikes I, that happened. I think that it just got pushed back. That's that's it. It doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, I just. Yeah. <sighs> I'll have to see it to believe it. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll have to see it to believe it. And thank you for seeing this podcast. We greatly appreciate it. If you like this, go check out our backlog of shitty other episodes we we've put out hey, in the past. They're not shitty. Year plus, I know they're great, and we're just shitty. That's all. They're good. I know. But um, unlike the Death Note uh, live actions, go check. Out yeah, don't don't check out the live actions for Death Note. Do, however, go and re-listen or rewatch our old podcast episodes. Those are yes. infinitely more entertaining. If you want to learn more about the death note too being done by the Duff brothers, again, like I said, our episode, like I think like two years ago, we <laughs> talked about it. We'd have to go way back. In the <laughs> it's time, it's been a long time. 
Yes, it has. But um, no, thank you again for joining us. Uh, we hope you had a good time. Let us know what your bold predictions of 2024 are. But until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Back up. Back up. Back up.